Each time you turn your concern to thanksgiving, God will only turn them to testimonies. Everybody has a wall of Jericho, but until the wall of Jericho fell down flat, the children of God had no access to the treasures of Jericho. No matter your situation, problems, and concerns of life, God cannot be moved, but God can be convinced to step in. 2 Chronicles 20 verse 20 Where you are today is as the result of the gravity of your gratitude to God for where you were yesterday. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 20 And the people shouted with a great shout, and the wall fell down flat, so that the people went in into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. If you are thoughtful, you will always be thankful. The occupant of Jericho knew that something would happen, but they never thought that it was the wall that would fall down. Even as armed as Joshua was, and the Israelites, they could not have access to the t- enter the city until the walls fell down flat via a great shout. Now remember, for you to see God working in your life, for you to see God come into that situation, it is important for us as Christians to always remain thankful. Even if the fig tree would not blossom, I will rejoice in the Lord my strength. I said rejoice in the Lord. Your inability to appreciate the King of Kings will never qualify you for a next level promotion. Nobody is being promoted in school without sitting down for a promotional exam. Even if you are so intelligent, you can't write exam in diaspora. Now, you can't confuse second term for third term. Now, everybody that needs promotion in the kingdom of God must engage in the altar of thanksgiving. Now, you need to be thankful. Why? Because God did not leave you or God did not left you where he met you. Why? You need to be thankful because when you are thankful for where you are today, God takes you from where you are to where you ought to be. Now, it is important that we understand that when you pray, God sends his angel. But when you engage in the altar of thanksgiving, God shows up himself. But how? Thanksgiving is a way out of every impossible situation. Romans chapter 4 verse 20 paraphrase. He staggered not at the promises of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. It takes a heart that understands the future. It takes a mind that knows what God can do for that mind to remain consistently in thanking God for his word over that life. It takes a man who is thoughtful to be thankful. If you don't have a true picture of your future, you are bound to always complain when certain things are not happening rightly in your life. So what happened? The clearer the picture of your future, the more thankful you remain even in difficult situations. I see God helping us in Jesus' name. Genesis chapter 21 verse 6. And said, I said, God had made me to laugh, so that all that hear will laugh with me. Each time you thank God 
God goes back to your past, correct the mistakes, and propel you to your right place in life. Example of such is Ezekiah. Example of such is Sarah. Sarah came to an age where she could not go to bed. So what happened? It was evident for God to do what? To go back and correct whatsoever mistake of her inability to put to bed. What happened to Ezekiah? Ezekiah came with a heart of thanksgiving, not with complaint. Appreciating the King of Kings, Father, thought so far, I have been faithful to you. I have rendered good stewards to you. Now, Father, do that which consigns me and perfect it in Jesus' name. And what happened? God went back. See, God brought back ten times his shadow. And in the process of God bringing back the shadow of the decrees, God also returned the son. 10 times. So you could say that word 10 years. So God went back, corrected the mistakes of Hezekiah by going back, by bringing his shadows 10 times backward. And what happened? Propel him into a future where he lived forward for 15 years. Remember, God has never left any of us where he met us. Many of you love the praise, both now and forever. Amen. Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory, Lord. You are worthy to be praised. Lord, speak to us again this morning and let your name be glorified in Jesus' mighty name. Let's take our seat in God's presence with a clap of it. Hallelujah. I want to thank God for this opportunity for carrying us among the living. And I also want to appreciate this privilege given to me by the resident pastor to bring us an invitation this morning. It's a privilege that I will not misuse. Thank you, sir. We have been looking at the presentation lines. Turn your concerns to thanksgiving, and God will turn them to testimonies. In everything, give thanks. This implies in season and act of season because this is the will of God for us. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus consigning you. According to scripture, after we have done the will of God, we are set to receive the promises. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 36. Say that after ye have done that which is right in the sight of God, that you may receive the promises. That will be your portion in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We are looking at the example of the wall of Jericho. Onto the wall of Jericho fell and flood. The children of God had no access to the treasuries of Jericho. No matter your situation, problems, and concerns of life, God cannot be moved. But God can be convinced to step in when you are ever thankful. Where you are today is as a result of the gravity of your gratitude to God for where you were yesterday. Joshua chapter 6 verse 20 paraphrase. And the people shouted with a great shout that the world fell down flat so that the people went in up into the city. Every man straight before him and taking the city. Praise the Lord. If you are thoughtful, you will always be thankful. 
The occupants of Jericho knew that something would happen, but they never thought that it was a wall that would fall down because that wall was a fortress right around them. Even as armed as Joshua and the children of Israel, they could not have access to enter the city until the wall fell down flat via a great shout. The man of God once says, what's the meaning of shout? It means Satan, get out. They engage in a shout in obedience, praising the king of kings. And God did what? God stepped in and destroyed the walls of Jericho. In praising God, God does not destroy the treasuries of your enemies. Because when you praise God, God does what? He hand over the treasuries of your enemy to you. In praising God, God does not destroy the treasury of your enemy. There is always a transfer of wealth each time you engage in praise and thanksgiving. That will be your portion in Jesus' name. But how? Thanksgiving is God's way out of every impossible situation. Romans chapter 4 verse 20. It says, He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Genesis chapter 21 verse 6. And Sarah said, God has made me to laugh, so that all that hear will laugh with me. Each time you thank God, God goes back to your past, correct the mistakes of your past, and propel you to the right place. Example of such was Ezekiah. Isaiah chapter 38 verse 8. Ezekiah did not come to the presence of God with complaint, but rather, look at what happened in that same verse. He said, Behold, I will bring again the shadow of the decrees which is gone down in the sundown of Azar. Ten degrees backward, so that the sun turned ten degrees backward. See verse 3 what happened. Instead of Ezekiah complaining about the situation, he went into the presence of God, remembering God with a heart of what? Of thanksgiving. See verse 3. And he said, Remember me now, O Lord, I beseech thee, how I have walked before thee in truth with a perfect heart, and have done that which is good. He never complained. Let all things be done without complaining. Instead of Hezekiah complaining, he did what? He engaged in thanksgiving. Now what happened? It is easier for your movement to be fast forward. But it is very difficult for you to do what? To walk backward. What happened? God did what? Went back into the past of Hezekiah. Did what? Corrected his mistakes via his thanksgiving and propelled him into the future. And we know how he ended. Added again 15 years to Hezekiah. That will be a portion in Jesus' name. How about Abraham and Sarah? They never complained. But even in their old age, they were still thanking God. No matter how you complain about that situation, it will never change. But instead, giving thanks to the King of Kings, the resident pastor once says, when you thank God for where you are today, which is not in accordance to what you are praying for, God will do what? Meet you where you are, take you from where you are to where you will be. That will be your portion in Jesus' name. Why are we thanking God? Not because there are no challenges. We are thanking God because for every challenge, there's always a way out. For he prepares a table before me, even in the midst of my enemies. That will be your portion in Jesus' name. What happens each time we engage in thanksgiving? We are simply telling God that we are ready for a next level promotion. Let the people praise thee, O Lord. And let other people praise thee. Then the earth shall yield her increase. And God, even our own God, 
sharp bless you, Psalm 67, verse 5 to 6. Now, nobody gets promoted when you don't sit for any promotional exam. Praise the Lord. So in that moment, for you to be promoted here in the kingdom of God, you must always thank God for where you are. Nobody gets promoted without having an examination. When you praise God for where you are, God takes you from where you are to where you ought to be in life. That will be your portion in Jesus' name. Now, most times we complain. Why? Because we don't have a clear picture of our future. Praise the Lord. In all things, I say you should do what? You should give thanks to God. If you have a perfect understanding of your future, if you have a picture of your future, I tell you the truth, you will come to understand that weeping and not in the night, but joy comes what? Joy comes in the morning. I pray that God will give us a better understanding in Jesus' mighty name. Now, I was reading a profile of Josh Muller. I came to understand that he was running an orphanage during the World War when Adonikla was killing Jews. What happened? One early morning, he came and the little children were crying for food. He now told them to engage in thanksgiving. Praise the Lord. As little as those children were, they engaged in thanking God in obedience to what Josh Muller said. And behold, while they were thanking God, a truck full of bread that was taking bread to where the army were camping, capsized off fail breaks in the front of the orphanage and what happened one of the soldiers did was saying there's an orphanage here instead of us to do what to leave this bread spoiled let's take it to the children lo and behold they met the children thanking god and the bread was given to them praise the lord church fuller again still told them let's engage again in thanksgiving while the children engage in thanksgiving again suddenly suddenly a big distributor company will again still spoiled in the front of the orphanage and you looked at it, nowhere. They saw the orphanage. They said, Lo and behold, let's keep this children this meal. Let's just mix one. Praise the Lord. While they were praising God, they had a bread. And they also had meat to support their breakfast. As you engage in praise this morning, God will do a new thing that will surprise the enemy in Jesus' mighty name. Shall we stand to our feet and show them the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords? Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory. Put the hands together for Jesus as we welcome our time. Hallelujah. If you're clapping to Jesus, you can do that better. He is highly lifted up, a good mother God, appreciate the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory and show you appreciate him. Now begin to ask for one encounter via his word, the Father, via what we do open up two chapters in the Lord. Ask for an encounter. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Hallelujah. When it comes of it, let's take our seat in God's presence. Hallelujah. I want to appreciate the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, for giving me the opportunity to stand here this morning. And I also want to appreciate God's servant, the resident pastor, who has given it necessary for me to bring this charge. I pray that it's an opportunity that I will not misuse and I ask God to do anything in his life in Jesus' mighty name. All through the covenant of prayer, we have been looking at the exhortation lines which capture there is a place for every believer in the revival. There is a place for every believer in the revival. 
What a planting season is to a farmer is what a revival season is to us as believers. It is a spiritually demanding season for everyone who cares to engage. But note, for every farmer that plants, always expects a harvest. But then, the level of our productivity as farmer is at a constant to the magnitude and level of our method of farming. Praise the Lord. You must understand that for you to get a better harvest, there are certain things you need to be put, put in place. I pray that God will give us a better understanding in Jesus' name. Now, if you look at Haggai chapter 1, verse 7, it says, Thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Consider your ways. Talking about the method. Talking about the method. For every farmer to see a productive harvest, you must understand there is what to do. Consider your ways. He said, if you fail in the method, you fail in the result. None of us will fail in Jesus' name. But engaging in kingdom advancement endeavor pays the most. Now look at Matthew 6 33. He says, seek him first, the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness, and every other thing which the Gentiles are looking for will be us. That will be your portion in Jesus' name. Exodus chapter 23, verse 25 and 26, say what? And ye shall serve the Lord your God, and ye shall bless the bread and the waters, and he will take sickness away from their midst. There shall nothing cast their young, nor be barren in the land. The numbers of the days are will fulfill. Praise the Lord. Today, what are we looking at? We are looking at there's a place for every believer in the revival. Matthew chapter 20, verse 1 to 10. It says, For the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is an householder which went out early in the morning to hire laborers into his vineyard. And when he had agreed with the laborers for a penny a day, he sent them into his vineyard. And when he went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace, praise the Lord, and said unto them, Go ye also into the vineyard, and whatsoever is right, I will give you. And they went their way. And again, he went about the sixth and the ninth hour and did likewise. And about the eleventh hour, he went out and found others standing idle. Now, for you to have a change of story in this prophetic season, it is evident that we need to engage in promoting the kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. Every believer has a place in the revival. We talked about the place of prayer. We talked about today, we're talking about the place of inviting people to church. Now, in the banking sector, marketers are giving target. If you wish the target, a bonus is given to you. Praise the Lord. I know most of us have encountered marketers from the bank. Now, there's a specific target that is given to them. Each time they reach that target, a bonus is given to them. Likewise, in the kingdom of God, if you look at Luke chapter 19, verse 13, and also 19, praise the Lord. Luke chapter 13, verse 19, he talked about how he called some other persons into the world, into the level field. And when they came, he gave them 10 pounds, he gave them 
according to their measures. And when they came back, they came back with the profiting. And he told them what? Good and faithful servant, occupy the Yaakov. That will be a portion in Jesus' name. A product cannot sell itself without proper advertisement and invitation of customers' work interest. Even Jesus Christ invited people to his ministry. Praise the Lord. If you look at Luke chapter 4 verse 18, he said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He had sent me to heal the brokenhearted, preach deliverance to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. So even Jesus Christ was also inviting people to his ministry. Praise the Lord. A product cannot sell without proper advertisement and without proper invitation of customers' interest. Praise the Lord. Then, if then we can invite people for birthdays, housewarming, child dedication, and even burials, why can't we invite people to church? Praise the Lord. If you come to an agreement with me, you will notice that you came to this church because somebody invited you. Either you heard about it, either someone invited you, or either you passed by. Now, what are you playing? What is your own rule toward the salvation of others? The Bible says that what faith comes by hearing, by hearing what? By hearing the word of God. What is your rule towards inviting people to church? Some of us have not even been able to invite anybody to church. We just look at them. We have friends. There are people that mix your hair. There are people that mix your dress. There are people that even take care of some services in your home and your company. Have you taken time to invite them to church? As you do that, God will bless you in Jesus' mighty name. If our daily routine does not reflect the interest of God's kingdom, then we are lacking behind. Praise the Lord. To grow a church does not depend on how anointed a pastor is, but also a deliberate effort from everyone on the go for Christ, rendering concrete invitation to family, friends, members, and loved ones. As you engage in this season, God will bless you in Jesus' name. We are called to go again and again, inviting people for the feast of the world and the church. Every feast requires attendees. Praise the Lord. I don't know if you have gone to any feast before. And uh, the feast have already started, but people have not come. For example, it's a traditional marriage, and the people that are supposed to marry the girl have not come. Will the traditional marriage continue? No. They will wait for their in-laws to come. So what am I saying? It says, every feast requires attending. The church requires membership. The chair that is next to you, that is empty, is not meant for Bible to be kept on top. It is meant for someone to sit on it. I pray that as you have a better understanding in what it takes to invite people to church, God will bless you and I in Jesus' mighty name. Now, I was opportune to go through the lifestyle of the evangelist called Daniel Kolode, the successor of Rena Bonke. I came to discover that for the past nine years, for the past nine years, before he was made the successor of Renabonke, he has won 20 million souls to God. That is to say, he invited 20 million souls to church and automatically, spiritually, they gave their life to Christ. I see someone changing level in Jesus' name. Luke chapter 14, verse 17 to 21. He said, he sent his servant at upper time, at supper time, to say to them, 
that they were born in. Come, for all things are now ready. And the word all with one consent began to make excuses. The first one said unto him, I have bought a piece of ground, and I must need to go and see it. I have I have paid thee that they have excused me. And another said, I have bought five yokes of Balu and have given proven there. I pray thee, have excused. And another said, I have married a wife and therefore I cannot go. So that the servant came and sued his Lord these things. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, Go aptly into the streets and leads of the city and bring it to the poor and the maid and the hard and the blind into the feast. It's the same thing I was saying that every feast requires attendee. I pray God give us a better understanding in Jesus' mighty name. One of the reasons people don't invite others to church is because they are not grateful and they don't have a conviction of God's benevolence nature upon their life. If you are confused of what God has done for you, you will share that as a testimony to somebody. Because where you are today is somebody's prayer point. You may not be where you want to be, but where you are today is what somebody is praying for. And God will never leave you the same way he met you. So if you are confused of what God is doing in your life, you will share it as a testimony. Praise the Lord. I pray that God will give us a better understanding in Jesus' name. A life that recognizes the act of God upon their endeavors will be bold enough to share with a friend. Come see the man that told me all that I have done. The woman has taken up well when Jesus had an encounter with her. Jesus told her what she has been doing. And she went about, went about testifying of the King of Kings. I pray that God will help us in Jesus' mighty name. Now, a story was told about a lady that died. And why she died, already before she died, she has won about 500, 500 souls to Christ. Now, when she died, had an accident, she died. In the kingdom of heaven there, while she was on earth, she heard God clearly say, if not that you are important to me, I could have done what? Spit you out. Imagine you winning soul for Christ. You become a hot cake for God. And while she was dead here on earth, she had a voice saying, if not that you were important to me, I could have spit you out. For winning 500 souls to God, isn't an easy thing? No. And God did what? God sent her back to earth. And she gained back her life. How about Dockers? For time of time factor. Read Acts of the Apostles of the 9, verse 37. Dockers was found doing good things in the life of the poor. And while she died, the lay people also called for Peter and said, Look at what Dockers has done for me. Please raise her back to life. I pray that God will give us better understanding in Jesus' name. Shall we stand to our feet as we appreciate the King of Kings? Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory. Lord, you are worthy to praise. Thank you, King of Kings, for your word that has come to us. Lord, be thy exalted in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In one second, begin to speak. Begin to speak to your day. Remember, God's servant used to say, a closed mouth is a closed destiny. Begin to speak to your day. Whatsoever Adam called every animal in the desert, in the forest, that was what God gave me. And God did not change any name. Begin to make a demand. Make a demand for today's day.
Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. As you have spoken to your day, so shall it be in the name of Jesus. As you have spoken to your day, all things will work together for your good in the name of Jesus. What eyes have not seen, what ears have not heard, what has not entered into the heart of men shall be the order of day upon your life in the name of Jesus. Go and command exploit in the name of Jesus. What fails in the hands of others will work in your own hand in the name of Jesus. When men are cast down, you shall say the sentence of in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed, and so shall it be. Before we share the grace, let's not forget that today by 5.30, we shall be breaking our fast with the communion. Today is our weekly service. Come prepared with an expectation, and we are the communion. God will cut things around in your life in Jesus' mighty name. Shall we share the grace? Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Welcome to the year 2021. Your year of supernatural turn around. I receive and I believe the prophetic declaration. Congratulations. Congratulations. Never next to you.
requires an attendee. But what I'm saying in essence, each time we encounter God in His Word, it leaves a believer with a testimony. And testimony enables a believer to talk about Christ to someone. Most times we can pray and miss James chapter 4, verse 3. But let's see to what scripture says. It's a heat that we souls through invitation to church. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 13. It says, The fruit of the righteous is the tree of life, and he that brings so his life. You can never engage in marketing Jesus and miss it in life. Praise the Lord. The sales of any product will stop when its marketing stops. Praise the Lord. Mark chapter 5, verse 18 and 21. He said, And when he came to the sheep, he had been possessed with the devil. Prayed him that he might be with him. Have Jesus survived him not, but said unto him, Go home to their friends and tell them how great things the Lord had done for thee and had compassion on thee. Praise the Lord. Now, if you look at Isaiah chapter 52, verse 7, he said, Happy is what upon the mountains at the feet of him that bringeth good tidings, that promises peace, that bringeth good tidings of good, that promises salvation, that saith unto Zion, God, Irene. I want to believe that each time we have a personal encounter with God, it leaves us with a testimony. And when once you have a testimony, you get your encounter with God, you can boldly tell somebody, come see this Jesus, the King of Kings. Now, if the light is light of testimony, it becomes very difficult for that light to come out Christ. For example, how can you tell a man to explain how to carry a word, a baby in the womb for nine months? But if you ask a woman, she can do what? She can explain to, to you. So what I would say in essence, anything you don't experience, you cannot explain. But testimonies are posters towards us inviting somebody to church. Because what you have overcome, somebody is still passing through it. So where you are today is somebody's word, prayer word. So I pray that God gives a better understanding in the name of Jesus. Each time we come out from the test of life with a testimony, it gives us the courage to simply explain how God did it for us. You cannot expect a woman, you cannot expect a man to explain how to carry a baby. When life is packaged with a lot of testimony, it's easier to talk about Christ to someone. Come and see the man who has told me all that I have heard is this of Christ. No matter the quality of any product, it can never sell itself without proper advice and marketing. Even Jesus marketed his ministry. Luke chapter 4, verse 18. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To tell you how important advertisement and marketing is in the kingdom of God. Even Jesus did what? Marketed his word himself, talking about how God anointed him word with power. I pray God give us better understanding in Jesus' mighty name. The publicity of any product lies in the marketing. It's not a crime for you to invite someone to church. But adventure, your coming to this church was, was uh, encouraged by someone telling you about Christ.
Christ in this church, or either you saw it on posters, or you saw it while you were passing. Now, something led to you coming here. So why is it that you can't invite someone to church? Praise the Lord. I came to understand it that Africa normally print invitation cards for burial. And they will post it online inviting their friends and Lord wants to do what? To come for burial. If we can invite people for burial, if we can invite people for birthday, if we can invite people for housewarming, if we can even invite people for getting a new promotion in job, why can't we invite people to church? If they don't come, nobody will arrest you. The man of God once says, he said if he goes to the hospital and he prays for the sick, if none of them heal, nobody will arrest him. But God is at one, is at stake. So if you will just go and keep on praying to them, and God will always do what? Manifest his word. So what are we saying in essence? It is important for us to do what? To play that role of inviting our loved ones to church. The seat beside you is not made for your Bible to be kept on top. The seat beside you is made for someone to sit and get the word of God. I pray that God will give us better understanding in the name of Jesus. We cannot experience supernatural church growth without engaging the Holy Spirit and the Lord of the harvest on the altar of prayer. Before you go to invite souls to Christ, you need to take those souls first to who? To God. Because on the altar of prayer, destiny does what? Turns around. I remember an encounter I had once when we were going out to invite people to church. Suddenly, a family, a man and a woman, they were about fighting. And God just did what? God just sent us to those family. And somehow, somehow, the will of God prevailed. And the man started doing what? Appreciating us each moment he sees us. It is not our doing, but all glory goes to who? Close to God. So imagine that we are not there. There is somebody that is passing through what you have passed through before. So how can that person know that there is light at the end of the tunnel when you have not shared your testimony with him? I pray that God will help us to know what hope lies in inviting you to judge in the name of Jesus. But engaging in kingdom advancement pays the most. Matthew 6, 73 says, Seek you first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness, and every other thing that you are seeking for will be added unto you. In the kingdom, kingdom prosperity is given to us via our engagement in the mysteries of the kingdom. Even in the banking sector, we have marketers that go out to market the bank, and they also give them what bonus. So if a bank should have bonus, in marketing the bank, how about marketing Jesus Christ? The blessings of God, they are what they are new, and they are new every morning. As you promote the kingdom of God by inviting people to church, God will also do what? Promote your life. God is not the robber of men, but the one, but the blesser of God. He is the rewarder of them that do what? That seek intelligently in this prophetic city. As you engage, you know, all I see God turning your life this is the degree in the name of Jesus. Shall we start to agree? I will show the
it becomes very difficult for that light to come out Christ. For example, how can you tell a man to explain how to carry a, word, a baby in the womb for nine months? But if you ask a woman, she can do what? She can explain to, to you. So what I'm saying in essence, anything you don't experience, you cannot explain. But testimonies are posters towards us inviting somebody to church. Because what you have overcome, somebody is still passing through it. So where you are today is somebody's word, prayer word. So I pray that God will give us a better understanding in the name of Jesus. Each time we come out from the test of life with a testimony, it gives us the courage to simply explain how God did it for us. You cannot expect a woman, you cannot expect a man to explain how to carry a baby. When life is packaged with a lot of testimony, it's easier to talk about Christ to someone. Come and see the man who has told me all that I have heard. Is this of Christ? No matter the quality of any product, it can never sell itself without proper advice and marketing. Even Jesus managed his ministry. Luke chapter 4, verse 18. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To tell you how important advertisement and marketing is in the kingdom of God. Even Jesus did what? Marketed his word himself, talking about how God anointed him word with power. I pray God give us better understanding in Jesus' mighty name. The publicity of any product lies in the marketing. It's not a crime for you to invite someone to church. But adventure, your coming to this church was, was uh, encouraged by someone telling you about Christ in this church. Or either you saw it on posters or you saw it while you were passing. Now, something led to you coming here. So why is it that you can't invite someone to church? Praise the Lord. I came to understand that Africa normally bring invitation cards for burial. And they will post it online inviting their friends. And Lord wants to do what? To come for burial. If we can invite people for burial, if we can invite people for birthday, if we can invite people for housewarming, if we can even invite people for getting a new promotion in job, why can't we invite people to church? If they don't come, nobody will arrest you. A man of God once says, he said if he goes to the hospital and he prays for the sick, if none of them heal, nobody will arrest him. But God is at one, is at stake. So he will just go and keep on praying to them. And God will always do what? Manifest his word. So what I would say in essence, it is important for us to do what? To play that role of inviting our loved ones to church. The seat beside you is not meant for your Bible to be kept on top. The seat beside you is meant for someone to sit and get the word of God. I pray that God will give us better understanding in the name of Jesus. We cannot experience supernatural church growth without engaging the Holy Spirit and the Lord of the harvest on the altar of prayer. Before you go to invite souls to Christ, you need to take those souls first to who? To God. Because on the altar of prayer, destiny does what? Turns around. I remember an encounter I had once when we were going out to invite people to church. Suddenly, a family, a man and a woman, they were about fighting. And God just did what? God just sent us to those family. And somehow, somehow, the will of God prevailed. And the master is doing what? Appreciating us each moment he sees us. It is not our doing, but all glory goes to who? Close to God. So imagine that we are not there. There is somebody 
that is passing through what you have passed through before. So how can that person know that there is light at the end of the tunnel when you have not shared your testimony with him? I pray that God will help us to know what hope lies in inviting you to judge in the name of Jesus. But engaging in kingdom advancement pays the most. Matthew 6, 73, he said, Seek you first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness, and every other thing that you are seeking for will be added unto you. In the kingdom, kingdom prosperity is given to us via our engagement in the mysteries of the kingdom. Even in the banking sector, we have marketers that go out to market the bank, and they also give them what bonus. So if a bank should have bonus, in marketing the bank, how about marketing Jesus Christ? The blessings of God, they are what they are new, and they are new every morning. As you promote the kingdom of God by inviting people to church, God will also do what? Promote your life. God is not the robber of men, but the one, but the blesser of God. He is the rewarder of them that do what? That seek him diligently in this prophetic season. As you engage, you know, all the advancement endeavor, I see God turning your life this is the degree in the name of Jesus. Shall we start to agree? I will show the